Warning, this episode contains foul language and may make you think twice about late-night internet browsing. to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, gross, scary, sticky, sticky gross. scary, and everything in between. We don't have a script today, so we're really just winging it. I think those were all the words. Those are, that's what we usually say. I do like how our opening started as like us just kind of listing all the things that we, what we, talk, uh, about. What we talk about and then it became it it's the intro it's the intro i kind of like it though it's how you know it's beginning it's it welcomes beginning. you in it's familiar our, yeah it's familiar it's like a warm hug it really is or like a glass of lemonade on a hot summer's day that's right when you're feeling like a cat on a hot tin roof that's exactly right ashley Welcome to Keep It Weird. This is part two of our media conspiracies and urban legends episode. I hope you had fun last week. Last week was uh, bonkers and a little Ooh, that's dark. Crazy. It yeah, it got it real got dark. dark. It got dark. <laughs> got, got very really dark. dark. I'm Ashley, and this is my co-host Lauren. Hi, weirdos. Um, we are also joined today, obviously, by Pete and Scott as well. Mm. Um, they're just not here while we're recording the intro, but they, you know, will be. You're about to hear their voices. Um, you're about to hear their voices. You're They're about the to loveliest. hear about, I don't know, 12 planes. You're going to hear some airplanes. My you might hear word. a cat. You might hear Penny do some, some weird beer shit. cans cracking. <laughs> PBR is a cracking. It was a party. It was it kind was of a party, party it was episode. really fun. We had an apartment full of shouting people. Yep. We were very excited to talk about it. Screaming um, people, beer, and almost peeing our pants on several occasions. Laura, you peed. Three a times. Lot. A whole lot. <laughs> the beer went right through me, guys. <laughs> Tiny bladder. We also had coffee earlier in the True. day. And LaCroix. And LaCroix. It was just and all the beer, fluids. And you were wearing a romper of some kind. Oh, you guys, so it was a jumpsuit. I had to get naked. She had to get naked every time she had to pee. It was a real... Real treat. ...situation. It was a whole thing. <laughs> never again. I will you never do it again. You learned your lesson. I'm throwing it in the trash. So last week we went over the media conspiracies and we didn't quite get to the urban legend. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I just wanted to remind you guys, uh, this is the last week to donate to our Patreon page so that uh, it can go to MSAA, the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America. 50% of everything we make um, in the month of September is going to them. So if you haven't done it yet and you were like, oh, I was going to do that and I totally forgot, do it today because I, I believe, time. I don't know what date it is because this is like two in weeks before, but it's definitely um, the last week of September. Definitely the last week you of have September. Like a I think you have like 24 hours to yeah. donate to make the deadline. So make please happen. do that. You can donate one time donation or you can donate uh, recurring. Um, recurring. So whatever works best for you. We appreciate and, uh, it. MSAA appreciates it. Yeah, everyone appreciates it it and you. You're appreciated and loved by you us. Are, you are so loved. <laughs> you are so loved. 
Anyways, enjoy the episode and keep it weird. Have fun. Internet urban legend, possibly of yes, all time, please. the Slender Man. Slender Man. I'm not super familiar with Slender Man too. You know what I get Slender Man confused with? Ew. Hard to like interrupt you, but you know in the Conjuring two, Crooked Man. Crooked, crooked man. man. I get the, I get him. I get him confused with Crooked Man a lot. You know they're doing a Crooked Man alike. spinoff movie. I, I know. That. I love it. I love that part of the Conjuring two too. That's I thought it was one of the best part. parts. Yeah, me and Ashley like couldn't stop talking about it. Remember my butthole? My butthole went wah 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 wah. When we got out of the theater, it was like, when the Crooked Man came on, it literally felt like my butthole was opening and closing really fast. I was, and I was grabbing onto your arm, I believe, and, like, gripping you as tight as I could. Um, that part yeah. really so scary. Side story of when Pete and I saw The Conjuring 2. We were in this theater in Uptown Whittier. During the day, so there was, like, a bunch of fucking old people there. It was a weekday during the It's a weekday, so it's weekday just, like, old people central. During just work like, hours. Just, like, why are, like, why are you, why are you at The Conjuring 2? But anyways, there was an old man that was, I mean, probably like in his 80s. And it's it was, you know, like the whole old man from the movie in the chair. Yes. It was like. It was wheezing the entire Wheezing. Ben. Ben. It was like, it was like that old man had jumped off the screen and was sitting in the audience. It was like we're in a 4D theater. That's awesome. It was you know insane. what? That's interesting because when we went to see the Conjuring we had two, too. we oh, had boy. a man in our theater who was coughing and like growling, oh, growling, no. and I think he, he was probably was like homeless yeah. and like mentally, but he just kept like. And there's a part, and there's a part where he was telling his 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 wife that he had to go get something to the car, like a sweater or something, and he was going down like the like the, the stairs, and I remember thinking. This old man just like falls down these stairs, like he just what dies. Do? <laughs> he dies in this theater. Like, yeah. like you're gonna be a part of an urban. I'm gonna want my money back. Yeah, seriously. I'm gonna want my money back. I'm gonna need a new, a new ticket. <laughs> Needless to say, he did not die during the movie theater. But it, was, it was crazy though. Thank yeah. the good lord. That's so funny that we both had experiences right. watching Conjuring like, too with someone strange. We could in the not theater. get over it. We kept looking yeah. over our shoulder like demon or person, yeah. <laughs> demon or person. Okay, anyways, the Slender Man. Uh, the Slender Man, guys. He is a mythical man or creature. You could even say like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is he? Then that the internet has uh, created and it has taken the world by storm. In the myth, Slender Man has many different origins. Uh, some examples are Germany's Black Forest, ancient Egypt, cave paintings in Brazil, the list goes on and on. In real life, the story began in the forum called Something Awful. It's a humor site for people who enjoy joking about things like Dungeons and Dragons, porn, lots of like pranks, la 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 la. Uh, they're well, also well known for tricky photoshopping and just general pranking people in general. It was a Photoshop contest, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, it all started with Photoshop. So on June 8th, 2009, a new forum thread, thread invited users to create paranormal images through Photoshop, which many users did. But the creation of one user named Victor Surge struck a particular chord. He posted two photos of children haunted by a tall, shadowy figure with tentacles for arms, along with blocks of ominous text like, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified us at the horrified us and comforted us at the same time. And then it the below would say nineteen eighty three photographer unknown presumed dead. 
<laughs> For weeks, Serge continued posting these doctored photos, fake newspaper clippings, and children's drawings of the Slender Man, gradually pulling others into the myth. People started contributing their own photoshops and stories and drawing parallels to older legends to nudge the story along. By mid-June of the same year, the thread was solely devoted to developing more Slenderman stories, which runs like 194 pages long to wow. this day. Like, it's insane. Um, because Slenderman was developed collaboratively by a community of anonymous contributors, the mythos is spotty and completely varied. Um like most urban legends are, which kind of makes it fun. Mm -hmm. In some stories, Slender Man has multiple arms. Sometimes they're tentacles. Sometimes he has no appendages at all. Sometimes he kills his victims himself. Sometimes it's mysterious how they died and he just happened to be nearby. Um, other times, Slender Man compels his victims to kill each other, um, which is a very particular grim plot line, especially in today's world after murders in real life did happen. Which um, I'll get I will to in a say that the original pictures that they made for the Slenderman, you know, story for the Photoshop contest mm -hmm. are Photoshop, <laughs> Photoshop contest. <laughs> Hello, PBR. They're very scary. They're yeah. really scary. They're so They're really scary. Creepy. And they look so, so real. Good. Yeah. They look like real photos. Yeah. yeah. Great. And the thing they is, is like it's not so far out there. That, to think, that it to think like, this is obviously fake. Right. Mm. I remember when I first saw them, I was like, holy shit, what a strange thing to have happened to these kids. Right. You know what I mean? And then just to find out that, oh, someone made it up literally out of the blue. Right. kind of incredible. Right, because it seems kind of real, which is, I think, why it took off so much. It took people off grasped and, it. And, and people, even to this day, believe that Slenderman... Is real. is real and right. was a real thing. And I remember when we did the episode um, when uh, Christina wrote in and said that she had seen the Slender Man. Mm -hmm. And I, I you know, what? had to tell her. I know. Like, and, no, um, no. She, well, she had said she had seen the Slender Man uh, because she had had, you know, she had had so much trouble conceiving a child, had so many miscarriages. And, and the right. Slender Man is known as the taker of children, yeah. kind of. Mm -hmm. And so she was convinced, and you know, that she had seen it. And then when I did research, I actually found that the demon that is responsible for miscarriages mm -hmm. actually looks a lot like oh, the Slenderman. Wow. But I couldn't find anything on like the guy who initially created the character mm -hmm. if he took any inspiration from right, that demon. Right, I was just going to say, did yeah. Victor use that as yeah. his inspiration? It doesn't seem like he did, right. which makes it kind of crazy because yeah. this demon is known as like a blank face, no mm -hmm. actual features, no eyes, very no. thin tentacles coming from the body. Yeah. I mean, it's like it is the Slenderman because kind of she on. said that one night she saw this thing oh, boy. and immediately said it was the Slenderman. And when I did research for it, I was like, actually, I think if you saw anything, it was this demon. Other thing. So, but like the thing right. about the Slenderman like not existing or it being a hoax or whatever, but it's like now it's become this legend and it's like, well, what is, you know, Bloody Mary? You know, right. yeah. and kind of it just is going to become something like that. Exactly, something that born that of the internet exactly. as opposed to born of word of mouth. You're yeah. saying, yeah, well, well, now it's was, internet and chat. Rooms. Yeah, and that has to be an image too that's been around for a while too. Just sort of well, people, I think there's psychological things with people seeing yeah. someone without a face and all that. Yeah, that's scary. Very tall, mm -hmm. very slender. That's scary. The suit. Ugh. I know, the suit. Yeah. It's so weird. Why? Yeah. Anyways, go on, Lauren. 
So he started on Something Awful, as I said, and then gradually spread into other forums that were similar, like 4chan's Paranormal Board, mm-hmm. or um, uh, became a popular horror web series on Marble Hornets. Uh, video games were made after Slenderman, which I found this out and I played it last oh, night. The one on your phone? Online. Oh, okay. No you mind. can play it online. First, I watched a gamer play it and I screamed every time he screamed. <laughs> and then I played it myself and screamed bloody murder and had to turn it off before I found all the pieces of paper. Because you have to, like, find notes and the more notes you collect... He follows you, and he'll just, like, jump in front. Ah. It's awful. It's awful. (laughs) You get a flashlight, but your battery runs out. It's Uh. terrible. It's the most horrible video game that's ever existed. But I played it for some unknown reason. Um, (laughs) And then, finally, it made its way to Creepypasta, which is what it's Mm -hmm. most known from. That's where most people found it. And Creepypasta is, unfortunately, where these two very evil girls from Wisconsin first read the story of Slenderman. So... I wanted to go into the story of how Slender Man affected the real world and stopped just being this fun little story to be told. So, uh, Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyer, who were 12 years old at the time, lured their classmate and friend, who was also 12, Peyton Lutner, into the woods at a park in Waukesha, a Milwaukee suburb, in 2014. Geyser stabbed Lutner 19 times while Wire sat off to the side and urged her on. Luckily, later in the night, a passing bicyclist found Lutner after she'd been left for dead. She was still alive, but barely, and just laying there in the woods, moaning, basically unconscious, about to bleed out. So she survived. Weir and Geyer were brought in by detectives and were asked why they committed this heinous crime, and they said they had to protect their families, and they were Slender Man's servants. Um, They were so afraid of Slender Man, they thought they had to carry out the crime, and they also believed that if they committed this crime, Slender Man would appear to them, and they would be able to learn more about him. Um, And actually, this happened in 2014, but as of just three days ago, it was released that Weir, the girl who was egging Geyer on, has pleaded that she was mentally ill at the time and didn't know what she was doing, and she may uh, get off not going to prison and just going to a mental what? institution for a couple of years. Well, Whereas Geyer is screwed. Twelve. They're 12, but they're, people are trying to try, try them, them as, as adults, adults because mm-hmm. it's so horrible. So that was a recent development that I thought was interesting, that it just came out. Um, Creepy Pasta, to cover their side, released a statement expressing their condolences and reminded everyone that their site exists to scare only fictional stories and not to encourage any real-life scares. I think they became terrified there were going to be more of these crimes. Um, The girls went on to say more and more, even after hearing that he wasn't real, that he could teleport and read their minds. He was watching them. He was threatening to kill their families. They had this whole belief and view well, that he was Well, then they also believe them. that if he chose you, he would take you to a place of, like, almost like a, a Candyland type place. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Candyland necessarily, <laughs> but right. it was kind of like, yeah, it's it was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the children's, um, you know, he took some children and killed them, but if he chose you as his, like, followers, he would take you to a land where... You were kind of free to play all the time, and, like, you didn't have grown-ups, and you didn't have, yeah. I don't know, what is that, Neverland, I guess? I don't know. Even, Neverland. even at 12, though, that's a little stretching it to for these kids to actually to be 12 believe and that. Yeah. Yes. Right. 
I agree, but also at the same time, the way these stories are told on yes. Creepypasta, yeah. unless you actually do the digging, because when you go to like creepypasta.com and choose Slenderman and mm. read the Slenderman story, it doesn't say this is a fictional story no, made up totally. by blah, 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 But blah. if you read into Creepypasta more and read yeah. into their history, yes. you find out that you, you find can only post fictional. fictional. But yeah, you, I mean, you'd have to do a little bit of research. Yeah. So when you're 12. So when you're 12 you and you're just, that. you hear about this Creepypasta site. Right. But even go, so, to kill your friends. Yeah, no, that's yeah. obviously there was something else going on there, but yeah, so there's a whole lot going on in their mind. They had thought she was dead, and they knew that if they had actually killed her, Slender Man would appear to them, and that's what they believed. And so I feel like there could even be a part of their brain that's like, oh, we didn't meet Slender Man because she survived. So yeah, I feel like they could be. Did that she yeah. survive? I thought up. she died. She survived. She survived. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's like a freaking miracle because she was stabbed 19 times. But yeah, it's really crazy. The guy who created it, uh, Victor Serge, has said, I didn't expect it to ever move on beyond the Something Awful forums. I never knew that it would go as far as it did. He was completely shocked by it. But he said he created it in the best way because an urban legend really just requires an audience ignorant of the origin. It needs unverifiable third and fourth hand accounts to perpetuate the myth. And on the internet, anyone is privy to find its origins but like you find all these different things like you keep finding all these different backgrounds which keeps it alive keeps it interesting and the internet memes just kept on spreading well and the thing is too it is a lot of fun to go to creepypasta and just let your imagination run wild. <laughs> yeah like there are times where it's like i want to research this because i want to like live in this world where this is yeah. a real thing and I think that's the point of Creepypasta. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's why they're not like, this is a fictional story submitted by blah, blah, blah. They mm-hmm. present it to you as if it's a real thing because that's part of the fun of it. Right. Pretending like these creatures are real and pretending like these these things are actual things that happen. Totally. Like, there was this woman named Shira Chess, who is a professor of mass media at the University of Georgia. Um, she was She's been doing a lot of research on the slender man not just because it's the slender man but just kind of the background and why we buy into this stuff and she was saying the same things like we love to believe it's so fun to believe and go Mm -hmm. onto these websites and buy into this and she's like um the obscurity of slender man makes him seem a little more plausible like he doesn't feel like a ghost or a spirit he seems like he could be this person and so people find it believable and it's hard for them to separate truth and fiction And she said, we're hardwired to believe. We tell ourselves stories. We're storytelling animals, she said. And horror stories take on a significant importance because they function metaphorically. And so she said it affects us on cultural and personal levels. And it makes us buy into it more and take it to heart. So she said the Slender Man is just an easy thing to accept and believe in. And like she is not surprised at all why it took the world by storm. Because he has all the key elements of a perfect urban legend. Yeah. So What's your hot take, it. Scott? I'll be waiting for the Blumhouse yes. feature movie of Let's see the Slenderman. Is that happening? No. Okay. It, uh, has it, it, it has to. It has to, Even though with this girl, one. like, being stabbed. That might like, not. Actually, that's a good point. Because of the Wisconsin yeah. murder, they may never bring it to screen. Well, they'd be they do. Scared. There is an HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh... Beware the Slender Man? I think so. Yeah, I was going to say, that's probably as far as it's going to go. It's and it is about the origin of Slender Man and the, the murder, or mm-hmm. the attempted murder mm-hmm. of this child. And um, for me, I didn't actually like the documentary because I knew everything about it. Yeah. And if you know everything about it, it's just regurgitating yeah. everything you right. already know. 
But if you don't know a lot about it, watch the documentary because I guarantee it's awesome. Awesome. If you don't know anything about (laughs) it. Go check it out. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well, there was The Tall Man with Jessica Biel. Was that not a Slender Man knockoff? What? Do you remember that? It's called Tall Man. No. It's called Tall Man. It's starring Jessica Biel, and it's like a creature that takes children, and it's a tall Slender Man. I thought it was a Slender Man knockoff. No, I never saw the Bye Bye Man. I didn't either. Oh, what was the Bye Bye Man? That came out Uh, semi-recently. It came out at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like a sort of based on like an urban legend itself. I think it's like the Mothman. Ooh, then I'm on board. My favorite guy. Sorry, my favorite guy ever. PBA We've had a lot of has the, has the Mothman what? prophecies movie like right? Am I crazy? When her child goes missing, a mother looks to unravel the legend of the tall man, an entity who allegedly abducts children. Jesus. I'm pretty sure it's a tall it man knockoff movie. I'm trying to see who pretty plays sure the tall man. Pretty sure it's been streaming for a hell of a long time. Has, would, um, would Doug Jones not make the perfect Superman? Right? Sure, um, oh Doug God. Jones or the um, or the other like the poor man's Doug Jones who is yes. not he the was, poor man's He was the leper Jones. in it, and he was also yes. in he was he was Mama. Mama. Yeah. yeah, and he's great. Oh man, the tall! I've got to see this. Right? Yeah, we should all, all watch the, the tall man together. the tall man? Side note: Has the Mothman prophecies like held up? Yes. With no. With Deborah Messing? Oh my yes. god. I, need, I think I need to revisit it. I haven't still seen it. So it. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theater. Oh, you have and to watch it. It's incredible. Too. It's Deborah Messing and Richard Gere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Richard Gere oh, and Laura Linney. Yes, yeah. Laura Linney. And what's his name? What's the actor's name that was in... Uh, the guy who's like who keeps seeing him come to the house. Yeah, is that who you're referring to? I don't know that actor's name, but yeah, he was in Remember the Titans. I know that's what I think of him. He was the white coach and the football team. That's all I know him from. (laughs) White coach is his name. His name's White Coach. Ed Harris is it? No, no. Ed Harris is the football coach in the movie Radio with Cooper. Oh, your favorite movie Radio. So you know another white coach. Rob at the Oscar. Rocked. <laughs> Rocked. <laughs> oh boy. I actually love the movie radio. We'll talk about that. Lauren. Leave, please. Come on. Who's adorably pushed his shopping cart? You took him on the radio. They put him on the football. That's why they call them radio. All right. Anyways. Yeah, did you not catch on? I didn't put two and two together. He loved to take apart radios. He was so cute. Okay, we're going to move on. So. Slender Man leads me to, have you guys heard of The Rake? Yes. No. The Rake? Oh uh-uh. my word. Who has a phone? Look up oh The Rake. God. Okay. Just like look up I one image. I have heard of The Rake, but yeah. One I wanna, image of The Rake. I want to pull up a little pick. So the origin of The Rake is debated everywhere. <laughs> so right here. Look, this is this is like the biggest picture. <gasps> okay, I know what that is. Yes. Okay, I've seen that. This guy? That's like a chupacabra guy. Kind of. So, <laughs> did you see him? Scott, did you get a good look? Did you get a at good image? Hell? Yeah, I was like, no. you're looking at the same thing. Okay, cool. We'll post a picture of this online so you guys can look at it. Just go too. Google it yourself and have a nice cry <laughs> while you're so, listening to this. So, the creepypasta story, The Rake, is a combination of first-person accounts with the creature as well as, quote-unquote, historical documents. Mm. So, basically, the story goes as follows, and I'm paraphrasing here. 
During the summer of 2003, events in the northeastern United States involving a strange human-like creature sparked brief local media interest before an apparent blackout was enacted. Litter or little or no information. I'm still struggling with my talking. It's been a stuttering day. Little or no information was left intact, as most online and written accounts of the creature were mysteriously destroyed. Primarily focused in rural New York State and once found in Idaho, witnesses told stories of their encounters with a creature of unknown origin. In early 2006, the collaboration of witnesses and believers had accumulated nearly two dozen documents dating between the 12th century and present day, spanning four separate continents, and in almost all cases, the stories were identical. So these stories include things from like a suicide note from 1964 that contains the reason for death being haunted slash stalked by the rake, this character. Uh, a journal entry from 1880 Spain about a creature who spoke to a man in the night. A mariner's log from 1690 that reads, he came to me in my sleep from the foot of my bed. I felt a sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. This, of course, is where the name the rake came from. Mm -hmm. From there, the witness accounts uh, from 2006 come into play. This story is actually from a female witness who claims the rake awoke her and her husband one night, spoke to and attacked their daughter in their home, and when her husband was rushing her daughter to the hospital, they flew off the road and drove into a lake, drowning in the incident. She then goes on to record herself sleeping every night, waiting for the rake to return. <laughs> My God. Pretty scary. So that's the original Creepypasta story. That was a story that was made up for Creepypasta. It was like a vignette of different... Oh, shit, that was made up. I love, well, that, I love that I was listening to this thinking it's like, what? it's all real. Which means well, it was that great was, storytelling. That was the story, like yeah, that was posted it. on right. Creepypasta. Mm -hmm. so, but I sense... However, <laughs> after this story came <laughs> out, but. it spread like wildfire as a true historical account over the internet. Not only did people believe that it was real, people started sharing their own experiences with a creature that they now had a name for, the rake. So, people had actually had experiences with a creature just mm -hmm. like this before this story came out. And mm -hmm. after the story came out, continuously added to the sure. lore by saying, oh my god, when I was blah blah blah. Right. Oh my god, in 1998 when yeah. I blah blah blah. Oh my god. So, what does it? in 2010, so the picture you guys all saw, yeah. that picture... Mm -hmm. In 2010, uh, and I'll post this online because you guys have to see the original, like the most famous rake picture. Uh, it's from 2010. <laughs> a local news station in Louisiana featured the most famous photograph taken of the supposed rake. According to the female reporter who broke the story, a man who wished to remain anonymous sent the photo in and claimed that his hunting cam was destroyed, but that that picture was found on the SIM card. The news report was basically the photo and the reporters saying, what the fuck is this thing? That's like all the news report was. They were like, can you believe this? What is it? Um, and that was it. And once it was posted on YouTube for the internet, uh, uh, I mean, the internet went nuts claiming that this is the rake because mm -hmm. that's exactly how he's described. A right. very, very thin, pale, hairless, mm -hmm. black, black eyes that reflect light in the night. I hate it. Uh, crazy, sharp teeth. Nope. That's the rake. Always hunched mm. over. Almost like a dog man with no hair. Very strange it's looking. It's truly terrifying. 
Supposedly, so this is what I heard when I researched the rake and I went to kind of not the creepypasta story, but kind of like the wiki. You know how Mm. wiki also has descriptions of all these characters that tells you like the true story? Yeah. According to the wiki, the photo is actually from a first person shooter game called Resistance 3 and the creature is known as a Grim. That's what's supposedly in that picture. However, however. Nope. I can't find any nope. image from the game that matches the picture sent in that the news to the news team no. in Louisiana. I can't find anything. There's a bunch of like video game, but this is an actual photograph. What year was this? 2010 is when the news. Mm. Is it paper. possible that the guy who sent it in could have doctored it? I mean, not from a video game image. So right. the reason that people, yes, yes, absolutely, um, no one's been able to prove that it's a doctored photograph, okay. but for sure. Okay. Like, it could I was be, just wondering if, yeah, like, it could anyone had thrown that around, yeah. or if we're all just like, no, nope, he caught him. Yeah. No, but the reason that I think people, so the more I researched, the reason people think it's from the video game is because when this picture was circling the internet, Insomniac Games, who produced mm. Resistance 3 had tweeted the photo and said, whoops, looks like one got out. If you see a grim on the loose, please return to Insomniac Games, Burbank, California. As if they were saying, doesn't this thing look like a grim from our sure, game? Right, yeah. And people immediately were like, it's a uh, grim from, from that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, that doesn't look like any no, video game rendering that no, I've ever no. seen. If you look at the pictures. In 2017, of, much less 2010. Yeah. If right, you look that's true. at some of the pictures of the Grim from the game, it does look similar to like what's in the photo, but yeah. there's no images from the video game that would come close mm-hmm. to what was found on this hunting trail cam. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Like that thing looks real. So right. after doing more research on the photograph itself, it looks like the origin of this photo did actually come from a thread on a hunting forum called archerytalk.com. My favorite. Uh, okay. A.K.A. Nerdsville.org. <laughs> um, so this doesn't rule out the possibility of the photo being photoshopped, of right. course, but it does debunk the rumor that the picture it's was a of a video game, game character. Right. I think that Insomniac Games was just saw the picture and was like, doesn't this look like one of our grids? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They just capitalizing yeah. on them. Yeah. They saw a picture yeah. and were like, let's talk media. about our game. It's games. a huge thing Social in the media, boom, bam, boom. So aside from the photograph, there have also been several videos that have popped up online of a creature that looks a lot like the description. Tall, hunched over, pale skin, dark black eyes, skinny limbs. Um, Like I said, been described as half man, half dog, no fur. Some of these videos seem very much so like they are fake and just be sure. playing into the rake is real storyline. But there are a couple of them that seem extremely real. So... There's a famous video taken down in the sewer, and it's taken, the video is taken by (laughs) the Utilities Regional Waste Management. The video is of a long tunnel in the sewer. Out. Uh, When all of a sudden something peeks its head out from the end of the tunnel. Kind of, but it looks like the rake. I think I've seen this one. Yes, with the long arm peeking out and the glowy eyes. Okay, it's it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Basically, it. <laughs> it peeks its head out and then goes back yeah. and then peeks out further. And you can see this big, skinny, strange body. Yeah. And then it, like, 
very quickly scurries away. Mm -hmm. The regional manager actually commented on the video afterwards saying that several of his employees had reported seeing a strange animal possibly in the sewer prior to this video claiming that they didn't know what they saw, but they knew it wasn't a cat, nor was it human. Because so many people said it's a cat. Yeah. This thing is like five feet tall. thought it was a fucking cat? Then there's a video taken somewhere in what I assume to be Mexico. Um, the description online is demon sighted in woods. The video is pretty, pretty blurry and it's hard to make out, but it's two men walking through the woods speaking in very quick Spanish, of which I can find no transcript of or any video <laughs> with subtitles. So I have no idea what exactly is being said, but they run into what looks like a tall, hairless, pale man oh, hunched geez. over. The camera zooms in on him as they seem to ask, what is that? The man looks at the thing, looks at the camera, and with two large reflective eyes, and the two men, I mean, immediately are like, <gasps> and they <laughs> run, like run As to the uh... So not only is there photographic and video evidence from sources completely unrelated to creepypasta that seem to corroborate the fictional story, there are also many, many personal accounts from people who claim to have had run-ins and experiences with a creature known as the rake. So the question isn't really, is the rake real? The question is simply, like, what the hell is this creature so many have, people have caught on camera and video right. and seen in real life? And was the original spooky creepypasta story derived from a real-life human event? Mm-hmm. Or was it completely... It, was it like the Slender Man? Like the Slender Man. Like, where it's was like, taken from the I just demon. made this shit up. Yeah. Oh, whoa, people have actually seen this? Or is it something like, you know, there's always theories that Steven Spielberg has actually had experience with aliens, Mm. which is why he's so good and, like, like, so interested. Yes, like in the movie Paul. He's he's so good at making those movies because he's had the experience. But he actually came, I saw, you saw, um, uh, Close Encounters. Did the Arclight show the thing at the beginning? Okay, which, first of all, I didn't like that. I thought they should have waited to the end to show that. It kind of spoiled it if you hadn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Steven Spielberg even came out and said it was like, I, I've i always wanted to, but I've never, I never got to have. Like, that was interesting uh, that he said that now he's gotten a little more uh, skeptical. skeptical, just like with video technology and just yeah. how all of this is readily available to people. How are we, how have we not really shot anything well, if he would go like, on the no. internet every once in a while, we've shot a he ton of stuff, Stephen. Yes, Stephen. <laughs> but, but, um, side note on seeing Close Encounters of the Third Kind, kind of an amazing experience if you've never seen yep. that movie in the theater. Like, it's, oh my God. it's I've like, never it's seen it in theater pretty incredible. DVD. And now you'll never be able to because it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. That, but that moment, that moment at the end with who's the actress from like Terry Gar Christmas Story? Uh, oh God, okay. Melinda Dillon. Melinda okay. Dillon, where she like meets her son at the end. Oh yes, yeah. so like beautiful. does it every time. Um, yeah, some scenes in that movie to this day are just terrifying. The abduction scene, mm, both yes. of them. The one where he's uh, where um uh. What's his name? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, my man. Richard Dreyfus is, uh, almost gets abducted in his truck. In the truck, yeah. Terrifying. But also when uh, Terry, not Terry Gar, I'm sorry. Melinda Dillon. Melinda, yeah. Dillon, her, when her son gets taken. Yes. Mm-hmm. That scene is, I'm not kidding, yeah. actually one of the scariest things I've ever well, seen. Well, and also it's like, it kind of stresses that these people didn't choose 
Yeah. Like for any of these events to happen and then it mm-hmm. just takes over their life and they have no choice yeah. but to pursue it. Yeah. Also, at the end of that movie, I always forget, Richard Dreyfus totally leaves his wife and children. Yeah. To He's go to, like, this is to way go join the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like, I'm just going to imagine this life instead. Those what? like kids and but did, but did all the dead. But did all the aliens on the ship look like Princess Stephanie? Like at the end of my stepmother's an alien. Oh sure, that's yeah. why John. Lo- that's yeah. why John Lovitz right? leaves because because yeah. they all look like Princess Stephanie. Well, of here's Monica. the thing: <laughs> he does leave his family, but what if he like comes back five minutes later? Sure, you know what I mean. And he could have like, been gone. He yeah. could have been gone for, for decades. Yeah, and then oh all gosh. of a sudden he's like back five minutes later. He's like, guys, I have so much to tell you. But then they'd be <laughs> thirty years me. old and older. And he'd be like, it's me, Richard Dreyfus." <laughs> I was in Jaws. <laughs> <Yeah>. Remember me? <laughs> youngest Remember actor to win for, youngest actor to win best actor. Well, is that true? Until they turn blue. I was just going to so, say, yeah. Wow. Wait, will it really never be shown in a big no. no, 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 no. no it you can, but it was, was like, in town. You guys, this was like the anniversary <laughs> Well, no, and, I mean, she told me yeah. about it. Ashley told me about it, and I was like, shit, I'm out of town. But when you guys just now said it'll never happen again, no, I was like, I was what? <laughs> Yeah, they actually took all the film it. and burned it. They burned it. They burned it. it. They burned <laughs> it. It was a big bonfire. Well, that was my question. I was like, wait, is it put in a vault? Like, no one has the code? Like the Disney vault. Oh, my gosh. I always get mad at Disney movies when they're like, it's in the vault now. Buy like this scam. scam, and then it always comes out. Yeah. Um, we Anywho. have another conspiracy. Uh, time travel. Yes, tell us yes. about it. I've got a couple of time travelers, but we're gonna start with my favorite. Uh, his name is John Titor or John Titor. It's spelled T I T O R. However you'd like to pronounce it. A post began in 2000 and 2001, a a poster on several internet bulletin boards. Remember those? This was a while ago. (laughs) Uh, He claimed to be an American military time traveler from the year 2036. Now, this is in the year 2000, so it's 36 years in the future. In the year 2000! (laughs) Um, His descriptions of the aftermath of a nuclear war, including the devastation of numerous countries around the world, a breakup of the United States into five smaller sovereignties. Hunger Games, anyone? Hey. Um, and general destruction of the global environment and infrastructure inspired fiction, music, triggered some investigation by journalists. But a lot of his claims have since the timing has come to pass and the events have not. So part of it has kind of been discredited, but there are other parts that were very prescient. But also at the same time, if he came back and warned us, exactly, of these things, did we change it? Yeah, the timeline could mm-hmm. be changed. Uh huh. Just playing devil's advocate. Right, yes. right, no, you're right. absolutely right. Um, a 2009 investigation concluded, but I want to be like Wikipedia and put in parentheses who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Uh, really? A 2009 investigation <laughs> by sure? someone uh, concluded that uh, Titor was oh, likely the creation of Larry Haber, a Florida entertainment lawyer, along with his brother John, a computer scientist. But whatevs. But like, <laughs> where's the proof? Where's yeah, the proof? Show us more. So John claimed that uh, he was assigned to a governmental time travel project and sent back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer. He said it was needed to debug various legacy computer programs in 2036, and this has been linked to a possible possible reference to a Unix 
year 2038 problem, which I'll get into a little bit later. It's very similar to the Y2K bug, but this really old uh, 1970s IBM 5100 computer could possibly solve this Unix 2038 problem that is a real thing. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, so he says his uh, he was selected specifically given that his paternal grandfather was directly involved in the assembly and programming of the 5100. He also claims that the time travel device itself he described as a stationary mass temporal displacement unit powered by two topspin dual positive singularities, which produces a stand, standard offset tippler sensuoid. You know, the standard kind. Yeah, the yeah, standard the kind standard. of yeah. We all know sensuoid. Yes. Sensuoid. So his early posts <laughs> included very explicit uh, design schematics and um, these drawings, which can be found on the internet, will most likely link to these pages. Um, they look like actual technical manuals of some kind of a device. They're very specific and very elaborate uh, technical drawings of some kind of de- of a device that the layperson wouldn't know what it is. But he had uh, eventually gone on to include images of the device, which he installed originally in the rear of a 1967 Chevrolet Corvette convertible. So it's Ooh. sort of like Back to the Future, mm-hmm. but instead Basically. with a Chevrolet. Yes, but he <laughs> later moved it to a 1987 four-wheel drive truck, which the oh. images look more like a van. Um, but he said that the device weighed in excess of 500 pounds. So him moving it from this car to this truck, it's like, how did he do that? Oh, um, yeah, so he's shared scans of the manual for the C204 time displacement unit with diagrams and schematics and posted some photographs of the device installed in the car. He claimed that the Everett Wheeler model of quantum physics, better known as the many worlds interpretation, was correct. So this got him out I of... Love it. This got him out of... Uh, a grandfather paradox where right. if he killed his own grandfather, he would no longer exist because right. if he did kill his own grandfather, it was another version of John so that that version wouldn't exist, but he, but he, still, would but he still would okay. because yeah. of the string theory. Um, in fact, <laughs> all, <laughs> all paradox is possible. The, the Everett Wheeler Graham or a multiple world theory is correct, and all possible quantum states, events, possibilities, and outcomes are real, eventual, and occurring at the same time. The chances of everything happening someplace at some time in the superverse are 100%, according to John. John. <laughs> but again, John. some people claim this is his his way of getting out of, like, well, how are you still here, or whatever. Right. So, uh, his predictions were a little off. He described beginning in 2004, civil unrest surrounding the presidential election of that year, leading to a civil conflict characterizing as Waco-type events every month that steadily get worse. Um, And uh, he predicted those... So maybe he was just off by like 12 years. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, He said those Waco-style events on uh, occurring every month would be pretty much... quote, pretty much on everyone's doorstep, doorstep, and this will all come to a head by 2008. Uh, I said as a result, there's a civil war, which would end in 2015, with a brief but intense World War III. What if 
in his timeline, <laughs> Donald Trump got elected I mean, in 2004. Right. Yeah. And everything that happened yeah. from what he's saying is actually happening right now. Right now. Because there are events that like that every mm-hmm. single like, week. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Every week we hear about this stuff. His prediction is right. He was just off of you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. My God. So, <laughs> at one point, he characterized the hostilities as being led by border clashes. Oh, well, well, well. Yeah. Look isn't, at that. Isn't that convenient? Yeah. Just yeah. more and more. But all of this there. happened in the early 2000s. All these claims were put on the internet in the it's early 2000s. Crazy. So, yeah. Yes. He also claims that as a 13-year-old in the year 2011, he joined the Fighting Diamondbacks, a shotgun infantry unit in Florida for at least four years, and other posts where he describes himself as hiding from the war. So he's kind of painting himself as uh, Kyle, Kyle Reese. Kyle yeah. Reese. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of a character. I'm into it. So a lot of people, the criticism in the discussion revolves around the Civil War and World War III never happening. And uh, the story's been called inconsistent as contradictions between statements and different times have been observed. But holding the many worlds interpretation is correct, uh, Titor claimed that his mission as a time traveler was to shape a timeline in which many chaotic events of his time, including World War III and the U.S. Civil War, never happened. And many posts, including faxes to Coast to Coast, which we've talked about before, he states that he was not able to change the future despite his effort, suggesting that one of the suggesting one of the possible contradictions. Let's see. Nevertheless, none of the specific events he predicted to a near future, chaotic or not, have come to happen. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Question, question, question. <laughs> yes. So, but the thing is, Titor knew about technical features of the IBM 5100, which were not available to the general public in the early 2000s, suggesting he had some advanced understanding of the machine or computers in general. That's interesting. Um, his statements regarding the 5100's little-known ability to emulate and debug mainframe systems were correct and not publicly known in 2000 or 2001. This Unix 2038 problem refers to, like I said, it's um, it's kind of like Y2K, the Y2K bug. The underlying source behind all computer operating systems still running local infrastructures and other computational tasks was only two years away from no longer functioning due to a 32-bit integer limitation. So this thing that these computers running on these Unix systems. In 1970, they built in, uh, they had to put an end date into these computational systems. And so they just pulled 2038 out of their ass because that was 70 years in the future to 1975, you know, uh, computer programmers Mm -hmm. and engineers. So, you know, 70 years is a long time. Like at my work, we put in a, a, a 10 year, you know, fictional end date that we tell customers we're like oh that's so you don't have to update every year it's 10 right. years but now i'm getting i'm getting you know updates that are like 2019 that were put in 10 years ago oh you gosh. know and i'm like and you're like holy oh, shit it's this, here this 2019 issue that we have to fix soon you know yeah. so um so his knowledge of the 5100 this old computer from the 70s that can randomly do this thing that he said it was going to do in the year 2000, referring to this problem in 2038. He would have to know about the problem. He'd have to know about this yeah. old computer. And he definitely knew about the old computer and its capabilities. Yes. Right? So yes. he's either a time traveler, which is very obviously what he is. Of course. No, or he is, you know, he actually did work on that computer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, his, which isn't beyond, you know, the right. No, it could be no. an 80-year-old man. His, his, military, ins- his military insignia, along with the schematics, are, like I said, they're extremely precise. They're extremely... Um, they look real. You know, they yeah. don't look faked. If they're, they are faked, they are very well faked. There's an image of him with uh, the device, and it's on. And there's a laser beam, and the laser beam is curved. And his explanation is because of this, like, time deferential that the machine is is creating this bubble around the car that it's in. And you can see this laser beam kind of turning. Out and they're... The DeLorean yeah, that it's inside <laughs> exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. And he, the interesting thing is you can see a hand, and it's got a cigar in it. And the, okay. and the thing says that the laser light is visible through the cigar smoke. Because you can see a full red beam and it cur- and the curve of the beam. Uh-huh. And so some people have analyzed that picture and they're trying to figure out, is it is it an optical fiber, fiber optic, you know, something that he colored red? But the image itself is really is really strange, the way it's, it's this, this laser beam. Yeah, because we don't have that technology. No, you can't bend light. I mean, there there wasn't like a big like crystal in front of it or anything. Like it was just curving in this uh, irregular shape. So, so yeah. So John, I mean, and then where'd he go? He kind of stopped posting after a while. He Mm -hmm. went back. He went back in time. He went back in time. No, I travel some more. I think he just stopped posting to bulletin boards and things. Where is he's he? He's probably got, done, he got Yuri Gellard. He got taken in by the, the CIA. Now he's go. just being tested when we don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. He's in yeah. an enclosed The next space. time, you know, another Snowden comes along. And, yep. and we'll yeah. be hearing about him later. We'll be hearing about him. Don't worry. I'm sure. On Wikipedia, his occupation is listed as alleged time traveler, military soldier. Um, with his really cool insignia. I love it. I love it. I actually really like that too. Yeah. I might it get the tattoo on my arm. I was <laughs> thinking of the same thing. We should all be like, just like getting that tattoo. We all get the tattoo. Yes. <laughs> I do like it a lot. It's really cool. It's very cool. So that it's led me to a couple of other time travel, uh, allegations on the internet. Are you aware of, uh, Chaplin's time travel? I like this one. No. This is a good one. Okay. Tell As me. in Charles? Yeah. As in Charles. This is a good one. So, the 1928 movie, The Circus, uh-huh. has a, uh, there's a DVD release, and there's a special feature on the DVD release, and it's of the premiere at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood. And there's just some people, and there's like a weird like zebra, but it doesn't look real. It's kind of like stuffed, but not from a real, like just like a doll of a zebra. Right. And there's a really just quick Black and white clip, and it looks like newsreel footage, so it's going to spit up a little bit. And in the footage, there's a woman. And she looks she looks like she's, she's wearing a hat. She kind of looks a little witchy-poo, because she's like a 1920s woman. Sure. She's wearing a long dress. And she's walking past the camera, talking on a phone. Talking on a phone. <laughs> she's on a cell phone. No, she's fucking not. <laughs> and she's moving her head. She Her head goes... Looks like an iPhone. It looks like an iPhone. It looks like an iPhone. She walks past this the camera, Excuse so she walks me? past the frame, and in the frame, she's mo- nodding her head up and down. And as she gets past a person in the foreground, you you can actually see her face. She goes back into like a laugh, and her mouth is moving as if she's talking. And then she walks out of frame. And what else would that be? So some people yeah, are saying are that it could be an early radio, which I don't think so. No. Other people are she saying, why would she be talking to it? Right. 
Other people are saying that it could possibly be a, you know, those old timey like ear trumpets <laughs> that like men would put in like, hey, Sunny, what? Yes. And it's like a big trumpet. <laughs> so they made portable hey, versions. Sunny? Of what? those that were kind of the size and shape that of a shape. cell phone, and it would stick in your ear, and the tube would kind of like turn around, like into like a weird trumpet thing. But even and so, that should have up to her chatting? ear. But why would she be? She's moving her head and moving her mouth like right. she's talking. And but she's no definitely her. She's laughing. By and she's to the totally alone. Yeah, she's totally by herself. So it's like, what's that about? So a lot of people. The only explanations are one or the other: radio or ear trumpet. That's it. Time-traveling bitch. So, people are... Everybody on YouTube is like, oh, she had an iPhone. Like, she wouldn't have a cell tower. Because that's where... That's where our signals come from. The towers. Mm -hmm. No, well, there are also no satellites in space beaming beaming the, the call back to her. Who would she be talking to? Blah, blah, blah. Well, let's say time travel at some point becomes a reality. Maybe in that... By that time... There is a way for their signal to leave yeah. that time and go to where it is. But she's an old woman. Mm-hmm. She's an old woman. Mm-hmm. So my theory is this. She got Doc Brown. She got sent back. Yeah. Maybe the Old West. Uh-huh. You know, oh, no. the 1870s, 1880s got stuck there. No. Okay. And she has her, like, cell phone or something. The iPhone X just got released uh-huh. with induction charging. Okay, so all it needs is to put you put on this pad and it just charges. Right. Okay, if she had this cell phone with her or whatever it is, she just had to wait until electricity was like introduced to the public. I don't know what a plug looked like in 1928, but can't be that different. No, not Not good. (laughs) Not not safe at all. (laughs) Not safe at all. But by maybe by the time. Time well, travel it also could come. be like a frequency situation exactly. where she's talking to her, her, you know, daughter in the future. Also, I was also just thinking that she had like a podcast saved on her hard drive on her phone, and she was just she listening was to her favorite. How did this get made? Walking down the street, yeah, and laughing. Oh, keep it weird. Her favorite, keep it weird. Just laughing her head off. Maybe this episode, she's they're talking about me. But <laughs> if she got Doc Brown in the old west. She's had this phone on her the whole time, mm-hmm. just kind of collecting dust. Now it's the 20s. We've got electricity. We've got talking pictures. She's an old woman. And she's just kind of walking around listening to whatever's left on her phone. Oh, my gosh. Trapped in the 20s. It's not, it's not necessarily that she's talking to anyone. She could just, it looks like she's she laughing, be, she but her mouth be. is moving. But she could just be saying, like, oh... Oh, oh, those. Oh, that. that <laughs> oh, George Clooney. Oh, oh that, George. That, that, that Jason Manzucas. Man. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. There's other time travelers. Did you find any more? I, I did. I remember there was one from. Did you find the hipster on the bridge? Hipster on the bridge? I don't know about the hipster on the bridge. It, okay, the hipster on the bridge is. Modern man at a 1941 bridge opening. So the Virtual Museum of Canada is a website that you can go to, and they just have random historical photographs on it. And of Canada. Of Canada. And you go to, like, different sites, and there's this one town, and you go to the town. So now you're deep into the Virtual Museum. You're on the town-specific page. Virtual Museum yes, web. web. <laughs> and you're scrolling through. And it took me, I had to go to page seven of pictures, and there's, like, 10 to 20 pictures on each page. And on page seven, 
is this picture of the opening of this bridge and see if you can find the modern man. In what? In 1941. What is he doing there? He's got a camera uh, with a big lens on it and he's got these really cool sunglasses and like his haircut is not period. That's funny. His clothes, his t-shirt, let me see, let me see his me. coat. And he's just there What's among he doing? Hello. The old tiny I just people. saw him on the street. Right? Earlier. He's super 2017. He's kind of a hipster. Yeah. He's just very Excuse like. Me. He's I'm also, just here to see this bridge. I'm here to see the bridge, but I'm from 2017. He's also known as the, the modern man at a bridge opening or the hipster on the bridge. Hipster on um, the bridge. Yes. So several people are saying that he's just shopped into the picture, but other people are saying that that type of glasses, that type of sunglasses, uh, if this was 1941. Um, there are images of uh, Barbara Stanwyck wearing similar sunglasses in Double Indemnity. Oh. Those, I don't think those look like those sunglasses. I don't though. think they do either. No, those are like those are like big. But those are like also, big, if this like, is photoshopped, that's some of the best Photoshop yeah. I've ever seen because the spacing between the other people mm-hmm. has to be perfect. Also, the shadows on his face the matching is exactly the, right. the, the lighting of mm-hmm. the rest of the photo, his eye line. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are other people with uh, uh, cameras in this picture, but nothing like what he has, like a Nikon. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. So some people have put up pictures of what there's could, no what his camera could be, but it's impossible to tell. His t-shirt looks almost screen printed. Yeah. Which didn't exist. Right. Um he looks like he's just kind of wearing a cable knit sweater. Yeah. But his t-shirt almost underneath it almost looks like a hoodie underneath the sweater. Yeah, the that's sweater what I that was thinking. Wearing. And which is the style yeah. of no, today. The yeah. Especially like when nerdy about. guys. I feel oh, like yeah. so- the super nerds. The hoodie kind of underneath. Like, yeah, the hoodie underneath the, the sweater. And then yes. he has that little the graphic shape mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. that's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty and so, And the crazy thing they're is that this picture that. was just randomly found on this museum website. Right, so just it wasn't among, being, like, shopped around. Yeah, so someone like, was looking at it. Was a, thing. Like, yeah, someone with an ulterior motive to trick the internet would have been like, did you see? Like, I feel like if someone just... Mm-hmm. happened across this yeah. on the website. That's Typically, I would insane. imagine a museum that's posting photographs would be from an archive that they have. Yeah, know? it wouldn't be from, you know, they wouldn't just find random pictures yeah, on the internet Google. and be like, this is from yeah. Canada too, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Maybe. So Maybe where, it's not. So where did this man come from? Uh, is is he a time traveler? What was he doing at this bridge opening? But he, I don't know. He looks like super... Maybe it's an eleven twenty two sixty three scenario mm-hmm. where it's like he has to go back in time, yeah. but he has like five years to do what the fuck ever yeah. because he can yeah. only go back to like nineteen fifty eight. So he's yeah. like, well, I have five years go. until oh, I have to get to work trying to stop time. the assassination. Ugh. So I guess I'll go to this bridge opening. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> 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 what stuff to do? Bridge opening sounds fun. I guess. I guess Jesus. there's nothing else to. Fucking he's got he's got a supermarket like dedication like in the <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just looks, he's very casual. People aren't right. that casual at that no, time. No, it's a very stylish time. Yeah, right? very yeah, formal. Very dressed up. You know, he's, he looks really like the crazy. youngest person there. Everybody, even By people, a in their, lot. Even people in their 20s at that time looked, you know, like Even people in their 20s were like, eh, hey, see? <laughs> you didn't see? Hey, sorry, yeah, I got this trumpet up to my ear, yeah. but I don't want to turn on <laughs> <laughs> I can hear this fine, but I like the style. But I like the style. Yeah. So, so those That's are my cool. alleged time travelers. Yeah. I believe that Chaplin's time travelers
Traveler got Doc Round and she was marooned. I'm with you. She was marooned in the Old West and just made a life for herself, Outlander style, like that Doctor Who episode. And just kept charging that Just made a life for herself in the 20s, you know, in L.A., you know? It's a happening, happening. It's a happening place, place, you know? And just kept charging the hell out of that phone. She never had to update it so it wouldn't slow down. Charging the hell out oh my god, that's so true. You the updates are what slow you down. That's yeah, very, very true. So, you could my just gosh, keep listening to music, you can keep listening to your pods. And if that's all she had to anchor her to her time, then she would never stop listening to, yeah. you know. Maybe she'd right? even talk back to the episodes that exactly. she's listening to. Exactly. You would throw your she head back so and laugh well. because yeah. you know it, you've memorized like it. It's all she's clinging to. Exactly. Oh so Gosh, that's my explanation for Chaplin's Time Traveler. Bridge Guy, yeah, maybe it is an 11, uh, what is it? 11, 11 22, 63. 63. Yeah. yeah, 63 situation. He's just killing time. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> so much fucking time until I have to Go stop this assassination. Yeah. He's got a supermarket supermarket dedication and, and, a, and a nickel moving picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a colored picture. Colored picture. Hot yes, take. Hot take. Twenty two sixty three. Well, well, now I'm just thinking of Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three because I did not finish the book. But <laughs> looks great. But but very what I think is very fascinating is like the whole time travel thing, which I never really thought about uh-huh. up until I read that book. Is that the whole time wants to correct itself? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that once time you try, once you changed. try, once you want, mm-hmm. you want to change it, but uh-huh. time doesn't want to. It wants get, to get on yeah. that like river of. Yeah, this is the how it's supposed to be. The closer you get to changing a major event in time, the harder it yes. will be. Things yep. will try and stop you. Things are yeah. gonna get in your way. But before we go, Lauren, didn't you have some weird YouTube? Oh stuff? yeah, it was just like a final little note. This isn't a conspiracy. It's not an urban legend. But because we've been talking so much about the internet, I told Ashley, I found this article that listed um, eight YouTube videos that this um, author looked up and did a lot of research and dug up these like crazy videos and brought them back to the surface. And I labeled this area of my notes as eight YouTube videos that should have stayed fucking lost. <laughs> so, she found this video called Just Clowning Around. Oh, no. No, From why? 2011 with this horrifying cartoon clown named Kirby the Clown. Um, and also he has like this high-pitched like Herbert the Pervert sounding voice. Yeah. Warbling about how he wants to find yeah. his dad's gun. Oh. And it's a whole series. About that. Okay. Uh, there is number seven was this video released in 2007 that was deeply buried about this guy with a latex fetish and he made like these latex looking dolls and would chop off their heads and disembody them. What? Uh, there are videos. This one is called Leggy Blondes Gone Wild about <laughs> these light brown uh, daddy long leg spiders. And it's like this whole series of... That is not where I thought that was going. I know, exactly. It looks like, if you look at the video at first glance, it looks like a bunch of twigs. And then as the video Mm. starts, it's all these daddy long legs like in a cluster together. And it's this guy that just records videos of daddy long leg clumps. Uh, Number five, the video resurfaced of um, What's-His-Toes, Max Headroom, which that was like why I showed you the little clip earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a video that now exists. It resurfaced in 2008, and then I think it got banned temporarily, and now it's back. Um, And it's kind of disturbing and awful. Yes. (laughs) Um, There... Somebody brought back this children's show from 1985. They brought it back. Um, It came back on to YouTube in 2011. It is a kids TV show of an angel named Satan, and he takes the form of a disembodied Venetian mask, 
And he has a very deep demonic voice that says we are all worthless and greedy and we have no value, so we should get rid of humans. It's a children's show. Is it stop motion? Like claymation? He's just like this guy on the screen. It's terrible. And it's a kid's (laughs) show. It's terrible. Then there's this video called Bitter Creep Symphony. It is this guy named Edward Muscare. In 2009, Edward Muscare was singing Pretty Woman in the creepiest voice you've ever heard with his eyes wide as possible. It was already scary enough. And then it was discovered a year later after the video was posted that he was a convicted. A sexual predator, and he uh, eventually died in prison. He was arrested shortly after this video, and the video was buried, as all of these were, and this girl somehow found it, and it's the most horrifying thing ever. Um, And then lastly, a video was uploaded and then taken down shortly after. That was, this one is a little darker, sorry to end on this, but his name is Jared Lee Loeffner, and he was a guy from Arizona that posted a video of him, like, rambling about how he wanted to kill a bunch of people and hated everyone. It got (laughs) taken down, and then days later, he went on to shoot 20 people at a supermarket in Arizona. And the video stayed down because also everyone felt horrible that they didn't take the video seriously. But it has been verified by the Wall Street Journal that it was indeed him doing those ramblings. Because people started to doubt it, like, no, 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 like, this wasn't him, but it was. Um... And it also helped, like, make the arrest. Like, they, people had viewed the video oh, on the sure. police force and were like, no, 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 this is definitely him. And it has been verified. But this girl somehow dug up this video and was able to see it. So all of oh, the videos the are here on this website. It's on moviepilot.com. It's called These Eight Lost Tube Videos Are So Disturbing They Should Never Have Been Exhumed. <laughs> so you guys can look it up. And we'll I did find that, one but. very, very cool, I mean, not cool, it's terrifying story about... So there's this YouTube channel. It's still up. There's a YouTube channel. I can't remember what the YouTube channel is called. I'm going to have to look it up and share it with you guys. But it's basically like my noisy ass neighbors or something (laughs) is what the YouTube channel is called, right? And this person uploads these video or the, well, videos. Yeah, but it's mostly audio. And like usually there's, it's just black and with audio. And it's this neighbor, like disgruntled neighbor who's complaining about how loud his neighbors are, right? Mm-hmm. But if you listen to the videos, you can't really hear anything. So the <laughs> like question becomes, are the voices in his head? <laughs> sure. So every on. video is him like ranting and raving about how loud his neighbors are. One of them is like entitled like neighbors playing their goddamn drums or something. But you can't hear You anything. can hear two very quick like taps. Like, midway through the video, but you can't hear anything else. Now, what's even creepier about this YouTube account is there's, like, 7,000 videos uploaded. So, this is, like, a full-time job for this guy who's so mad about his neighbors that are probably in his head. There's one point, uh, one of the videos, actually, you can hear in the video, you can hear, like, a kid run by and then, like, like, someone's hiding in the bushes. So, like, it almost seems like this whoever's recording these videos is actually sneaking into, like, the, the neighbor's yard. But he's not making the video. Recording. He's just ranting to whoever. Yeah, to And they're whoever. recording him doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, he's – well, he's making the videos, oh, but okay. it's almost like 
he's sneaking around into their oh, yards oh. and like watching their kids and okay, stuff. Well. But all the stuff seems to be like it's in his head. Because you listen to the videos like, and you hear like outside noises, right. like cars passing by, and you might hear like some very like mild conversation. But the way he rants about it seems like they are just screaming and making a shouting and like what drumming. He, he's being haunted by like a poltergeist. And these ghosts, party. these ghosts are really trying to scare him, but he's party like, down, "Damn ghost. neighbors!" <laughs> the ghosts are like, oh, "It's like a Beetlejuice situation." Right. Like, oh, you want to get your what is it? You want to get him out of your house? I want to get him out of your house. I want to get him yeah. out of your house. But they can't get him out because he thinks it's his neighbors. Wow, interesting, scary. Internet. Very oh scary. fucking place. I know. Yeah. Like, we need to investigate this bro who's obviously videotaping his neighbors. Anyways, that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. We have to give a huge thank you to Peter for coming on today. Yay. Thank you, Peter. You're very welcome. And of course, Scott for coming back. Yes. You know, we, Scott. we never mentioned that you guys are married. They're married. Yes. <laughs> like, Scott just didn't, he didn't just come. Scott just no didn't show up. I, I came I with just, his I was just I was just driving in the neighborhood. <laughs> I stopped by. I know you he came today. with his husband Indeed. and it was adorable that they were both here. Uh, wait, do you have any last hot takes? I mean, I'm trying to think of my of my Jerry Springer, like your final thought. My my final, What's thoughts, your final thoughts from like thought from Slenderman from Slenderman to the deep darkness of the internet. <laughs> what do all these events really have to say? Aren't we kind of looking back at ourselves? <laughs> Introspection. You know? starting um, with the man in the mirror. The man, the man in the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my that's my Jerry Springer final thoughts. My if final you can remember, if you remember Jerry Springer on his okay. show. I like he, would, it. he would end each show on like. He would. Do either thoughts. of you have final thoughts aside from the internet is a scary place? I know it's all I have. The internet is <laughs> wicked and awful, and I hate it. I have a but final also, thought. But also, Postmates. But yeah, also, Postmates, Postmates and Uber Eats. And Uber, yeah. I like to eat. Please come to my house and pick me up and drive me to a second location. Stranger. Yes, Uber. <laughs> yeah, I love that me- that like meme that's like back in the day when we were like, don't talk to strangers, never get in a stranger's car. And now like, it's like, call strangers, strangers to pick you up. Bring Summon- me my Summoning food. them from the internet. Yeah. So my final thought is use the internet to find very special television on Yay! Facebook. Yay! <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram, you can go to at very special television or you can find us on Twitter at best men media. Mm-hmm. Like us, love us, and hopefully, us and hopefully, you two will be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that is crossover. our dream. That's the plan. We want to be on it and talk stay about tuned. weird television. Yes, yes. indeed. So, rate us five stars. Rate keep it weird five stars. Rate write a five, five star stars. review, please. Give an iTunes page. Do it. Rate it. Rate it. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page Keep It Weird. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of our weekly This Week in Weird stories. Make sure to donate to our Patreon page at some time this month to also donate to MSAA, the Multiple yes. Sclerosis Association of America. And join us next week for another edition of Ask a Weirdo. Oh. Yay. Yay. Pete, what's our sign off this week? Our sign off. Yeah. Our sign off is. Uh, hello, my baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello, my dad. Hello, my right time girl. Oh, my right time girl. Yeah, a lot of that. A little bit of that. A little, a little bit of this. A little bit of that. Stay weird. Yes. Always stay, stay weird. Always stay weird and calm.
<laughs> and stay out of the dark web, yeah, weirdos, perverts. Weirdos. <laughs> weirdo. watch, watch regular porn like everyone else. Yeah. No, seriously, oh, you can find some good porn without the Be dark Be a weirdo. But not that but not fucking that that weird. weird. <laughs> Love you. you. Bye, weirdo. Bye. 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 Like how we all waved, too. We did all wave. Kooky celebrity do you think would come on now? Oh my gosh. God. Linda Blair? I bet I bet Linda Blair would come on. I think she, she would. I bet she would. Actually. Totally cool. Mm-hmm. I think we could get her on here. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I'll just call her. Yeah, like give her a call. Linda Blair's like the sweetest person who's ever lived. And she especially if we'd sure. be like, we're doing an episode all about animals. And we'll promote the shit out of pit bulls. She'd be like, of course. And I'd be like, Brad Pazuzu. Everyone, (laughs) come on. Come over, let's do this.